Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number Michael Jordan, aka number 23. Welcome back, Adamantamaniacs. I am your host, Adam R. Harrison, bringing to you another fine episode of the Adamantium Podcast, recording this intro on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. I am loving this little extended summer that we're getting. Uh, I know a lot of people love uh, going into the fall with the changing of colors and the sweater weather and pumpkin spice everything, and I enjoy all that too, but... I love the hot weather, so uh, I would take summer 365 days of the year if I could. I have to say I am super stoked for the amount of amazing content that's coming out this fall, though. You know, all the amazing Oscar movies that are coming out, uh, all the new series. I'm super intrigued by this new Jim Carrey series that's coming out, Kidding. Uh, Definitely, I'm going to check that out. There's also an insane amount of albums coming out in the next couple months alone. we got new albums from, like, Lenny Kravitz, uh, Paul McCartney... Monster Truck, Thrice, Slash, Metric, St. Lucia, Cypress Hill, uh, Coheed and Cambria, 21 Pilots, Nothing But Thieves, Greta Fan Fleet, who've been a hot topic on this podcast, uh, Arkells, Disturb, The Struts, Prodigy and Muse. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be, we're going to be listening to albums for months. And what's awesome is more albums means more tours, more concerts, and potentially more interviews. Also, baseball playoffs start if you're a soccer fan, MLS playoffs start. You know, Toronto FC are you know, keeping it interesting in the playoff hunt right now. A huge win over LA Galaxy on Saturday night. So glad we won, but did you see Zlatan Ibrahimovic's highlight goal? Man, oh man, oh man. It was, and it's history. It's his 500th goal of all time. And of course, in an interview afterwards, Christian Jack interviewed... Ibrahimovic and in the most classic way possible he said he was excited for the city of Toronto to witness his goal so (laughs) anyways moving on to this week's podcast we sat down with Phil Campbell and Paul Sayer from the Temperance Movement really cool blues rock band they're currently on tour with Deep Purple and Judas Priest they were doing a one-off show in Toronto at the Horseshoe Tavern which is where I met them Really, really cool and chill guys who love to talk music. Paul tells a really good story of how the Temperance Movement were handpicked by Mick Jagger to open for the Rolling Stones. So definitely worth listening to, guys. For the regular listeners, you'll know that we do this already. But for the newcomers, what we like to do when we have a band on the podcast is provide five song recommendations. That way, if you don't know the band too well, then you'll have those songs on hand that you could listen to before or after. So here are five songs that recommended by myself, by the Temperance Movement. The first two songs that I'm going to recommend are from their new album, A Deeper Cut. The first one's called Caught in the Middle, and the second one's called Built in Forgetter, which I've been hooked on that song recently. The third song I'm going to recommend is called Only Friend, and then the fourth song is called White Bear, and then the final song is called Oh Lorraine. And as always, a quick reminder, if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Music, please leave us a rating and review. Also, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It helps strokes Adam's ego. But on top of that, and more importantly, it helps us get more interviews. So I won't take up any more of your time here. And I'm going to go get outside and enjoy the sunshine. So here's episode number 23 featuring the Temperance Movement. Enjoy, everyone. Here 
with Temperance Movement. We've got Phil and Paul. Hi. Thank you guys again for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us. And we've just we've heard a few stories about Toronto already, but you guys spent much time here before, or a little bit of time, just sort of wandering around between the sound check and, and the gig, <laughs> coffee shops, <laughs> Vietnamese uh, restaurants. Um, you know, I think we've played here before. Paul remembers the bar, but he doesn't remember the gig. Okay, so you think you might have been in the horse? We've de- well, we've, I know that we've played it because lots of people have told us that we've played. Okay, there. remember playing the Rivoli. Yeah, which is next door. Yeah, I remember playing Lee's Palace. Yeah. We did some shows with Monster Truck in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So we've been here a fair bit and we've had um, plenty of time off here as well. So Yeah. yeah. It's a great city, Toronto. It is. Really yeah, is. It is. Yeah. 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 Probably, where, where do you guys, I mean, I know you guys come from Glasgow. I come from you, Glasgow. You come from Glasgow. Yeah. You can hear it. Paul and Nick and Simon are Londoners. Londoners. Well, so okay. is so is Matt. Matt's from the north of England, but he lives all in London. Generally, pretty big cities. So yeah, yeah. We're we're so from. So you guys city. stationed in London now? The yeah, the band's kind of based in London, and yeah. uh, and, and we we get together really now to uh, get on planes yeah. and and fly over to Europe or. You know, Canada. Does do most bands kind of like uh, I know over here? Most bands gravitate towards New York City or California. Does do most say Glaswegians bands? Would they try and get to London first? Or well, yeah. When I went there, when I I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, that's what that's that was the thing. You would yeah. go to London, and I suppose you're you know okay. further to that, you would want to go to New York City. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, it, it, wherever the big cities are. Yeah. In Canada, we've toured all across Canada from yeah. Vancouver to Toronto. Toronto is there's not a lot in between, really. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a few. There's a lot of space. There's a lot of space, and there's a lot of sort of kind of you know towns. Um, Have you done anything in the prairies? No. Like what would you Winnipeg? Call yeah, we've been Winnipeg, to Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg. yeah, right. We've been to Winnipeg. We've been to places. Hopefully not like, in the winter. It was in the winter. Oh, actually, boy. we've been yeah. to places like. Kamloops and yeah, okay. Uh, Where's Neil Cal Young from? Is he from Toronto or is he from Winnipeg? Neil Young, he's yeah, he's always credited as from Toronto, but I'm I don't know that he's exactly from the city. That's a good question. Right. Probably one I should know the yeah, answer to. Right. But Rush is from Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. They used to play like high schools and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. They're like our claim. Every band that comes to Toronto in a yeah. stadium always plays YYZ or something yeah <laughs> yeah. every time yeah but we always <laughs> pop for it so it's okay <laughs> but uh, yeah okay well that's cool is there much of a scene in, in Glasgow? yeah, yeah. sure yeah. there is yeah, yeah. Uh, Glasgow's Glasgow's a music town yeah it's, it's, it's um, in Scotland it's the the, the, play, yeah. the, 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 the music city yeah um, you know you've, you've still got your Manchester your Liverpool um London is a strange place because London is like the, the the biggest city, but it's quite hard to there's find almost, the scene. Isn't there's it? so much going on in London that there isn't really a scene. Like I think, like the, to have the basis of a, of what we think of as a music scene, everyone kind of needs to know each other and be working right. on different things together. And London's kind of too big for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really, there's too much going on there, so it's cut. So the, there's like the like, Camden Market area. You can't like get Shoreditch, yeah. East End, London, which is in the yeah come up. But not um, there's not so much in music. I mean, there's a lot of just international and national bands right. just going through. Yeah. You know. There's not. I mean, no one lives in Camden because it's too expensive. Right. So right. there's not. Hmm. So, 
Um, there's pockets of, of things, yeah. but I, I think it's too big to have a kind of connected music it's scene, own scene, like in Glasgow, Glasgow, or, Glasgow yeah, yeah, Manchester. Or. Yeah, we actually we had the Fratellis on a couple oh, months yeah. ago. They had another Glaswegian thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you guys just released a new album. Congratulations, Deeper Cut. I've Thank had a couple you. Of listens through it. It's Thank really, you. Really, really good. I keep uh, I keep coming back to Built In Forgetter. Yeah. Great, great tune. Yeah. Thanks, really, man. Yeah, yeah, that's, really, that's our, I think that's our favorite on the record. I think. Yeah, as do all you guys as well. Okay. Yeah, really. Um, when I was reading about the album as well, there was you had been quoted as saying it was a more of an honest album compared <laughs> to the ones before. I, they're yeah. all they're all as honest as yeah. you, as you can be at the time, you know. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think that I think it, it was just it was it was very much uh, an album that proclaimed that we were you know going to stick together and and keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having lost a couple of guys, and, so with some some you of know, the guys. We went through a bit of a tough time and all that, and and uh, and and doing that record, whatever's on that. A lot of the a lot of the lyrics are about touring in America. Do you, okay. uh, caught in the middle, the, the opening tracks about going to America and the feeling of kind of what it's like there and, and coming home. So let me ask you actually about touring in Canada and America because especially being a UK band, uh, and it's something I like to ask all UK bands, and that's the audiences in the UK tend to be a little more involved. Um, and by I mean that, like, if you go to a Noel Gallagher show, you can hardly hear Noel Gallagher because everyone's singing along. Do you find you have to work a little, especially you guys being a very much a live performance band, do you find you have to work a little harder for the attention? In the UK? In, in, no, in North America. Here? Um, I have lived my entire life to get to play in America. Okay. I don't know why. I just, uh, I just When we came here in 2015, we were out with Blackberry Smoke. They're kind of like rock and roll, uh, southern country bar band, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and our music translates here, I think purposefully, um, it's, it's, uh, it worked. Mm-hmm. It just worked for those fans of the Black Crows okay. and sort of, you know, sort of older generation rock and roll music. Yeah. Uh, which is what we're, which is where we're coming from. Because our, our thing is a dialogue between um, the UK and, and USA um, f- from you know from when the Stones went over mm-hmm. early doors to um, uh, start playing t- uh, Muddy Water songs to an Amer- to Americans who'd never heard of who, who Muddy Water were, and and back and forth back and forth we love the faces. Um, we love older music. We're '90s kids. Yeah. We were brought up th- with Nirvana and and, right. per- and Smashing Pumpkins and Radiohead, and there's elements of that in our music as yeah, well. Absolutely. So, I think we've always fancied our chances over this side of the water. Okay. And I have always enjoyed the audiences here because if you if you really give them give it to them, you know. In Detroit or something, you give it to them. You know, they they, they thank you for it. And last night, I'll tell you in Hamilton. Yeah. Um, we've got a tough slot. We're opening for Judas Priest this. and yeah. Deep Purple. Yeah. And the, and these these guys are they just sit there like the fuck is this that we've got to watch first? You know. Right. And, um, and 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 so it's it's our mission to go out there and try and get them to moment. buy some of our discs and. And last night they, they they stood up off their seats at the end of our show. Yeah. 
to see that they loved us and it was that's, was, that's gotta be a great feeling it was a great feeling and I think sometimes I thank it's almost for, even you know I've spoken to bands who sometimes say they, they really appreciate like the festival gigs because it's their opportunity to try and win mm-hmm. more fans yeah I think it helps you it really is a challenge yeah to, to play in front of it who do not know who you are right. at all we've yeah. been playing for six years we get some cushy gigs right. we get to play in front of a lot of people who love us and they, and they just they, they applaud and clap and yeah. scream at the right places uh, and this these gigs we're, no one knows who we are so we're just uh, so we're, it's, it's really good for us yeah. to do that we realised that we should be going out afterwards and, and sort of standing at the merch and trying to sell a t-shirt yeah and just meeting people and kind yeah. of yeah and it makes it feel it can in those huge shows when you're first on mm-hmm. you can feel quite detached from mm-hmm. everything that's going on unless you really make an effort to get out and speak to people right and you know, it's it's not obvious always whether they were into the show or not because okay. they've just got there, they're kind of getting settled. Yeah. So if you go out and you speak to people and you hear that that um, they did love it, it kind mm. of makes it feel yeah. all that well, much more worthwhile. Like Deep Purple and and Judas Priest, who have like a laundry list of greatest hits, and there are people who are there to hear mega hits. Yeah. You know, that's a tough. Well, and also, it's just that we're on early as well. That's the other thing. If there's two bands on after you, then it's kind of like it's an early slot. And so people would kind of like, haven't had a drink yet, haven't, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Right. So um, they're not necessarily ready to show their appreciation, even though they might be really into it. Right. So it's important to get out and speak to them and kind of meet them Mm -hmm. and hear that they're into it because it makes us feel like all this is kind of... It's cool for, from a fan's perspective too, it's really cool to be at a show like that when you've got a great band like yourselves opening because now I've gone home not only seeing two great bands that I know and love, but now I've discovered another one I can listen to. And those are some of my favorite shows. Hopefully. I go home more impressed by, there's been shows where I go home more impressed by the opener who I've just discovered than someone I've heard on the radio a hundred times, right? And just going out and meeting them as well is just part part of making the connection yeah. with, with the audience yeah. as well as doing the show mm-hmm. it's all just part of kind of like building a relationship with people here and what about you know working with Deep Purple and Judas Priest have you have you guys had much interaction with those guys have been able to take oh, sure. lessons away from those guys and Sure, I mean they're 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 really seasoned yeah. uh, and they've, they've all got a, a, you know a good sense of humor about it uh, we travel a lot with Deep Purple. Um, is, is 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 part of the deal with this tour. We we get to sort of hang with them quite a lot, mm-hmm. and they're all they're all very Deep Purple. Been cool. They've been really good to us over time. They yeah. gave they gave us one of our first gigs. We had we had played um, two shows. I think that the Water Rats in London and one up in Glasgow at Nice and Sleazy. Yeah. And I think just shortly after that, they gave us a gig at Albert Hall right. where we opened for this their um, Sunflower Jam which was a, a big charity thing that okay. for John Lord and um, uh, who had died and uh, this is this one of our we're playing in front of Jeremy Irons and yeah. Alice Cooper wow. and Brian May and this yeah. is one of our first gigs that that was get was Ian Pace actually you know got us that yeah. gig so they've, they've they've we've got some history with. Do you guys get stage nerves and, and, and anything 
in a show like that? I, I think yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did yeah. yesterday approaching the, yeah. the venue. Yeah. I did, yeah. It's good to get that. It is good. Yeah. I mean, I think once you lose those, then it's like... Yeah. I don't know, that's part of the excitement, right? Mm-hmm. It's to prove that you're still... Fine line, yeah, between excitement and nervousness. And right. Sometimes you're not really sure yourself where Which you are. Which is. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of... Um, and what, what settles your guys' nerves? Or do they get Doing the gig. Yeah. When it's yeah. done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think once you get on stage and you kind of, like, find your... Right. ...place and... Getting in the room. Yeah, get... Yeah. Then you start to enjoy, but then it definitely becomes enjoyment rather than yeah. nervousness. I can't rest until I get a can of Red Bull. <laughs> I used to go, I started panicking and I was, I had to, I went up to uh, Judas Priest's uh, room yesterday and I said, do you have any Red Bull? You know, me and Ian, the sound guy, he yeah. likes a Red Bull and so we shared a Red Bull and we had a little sip of it and we just went, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Very nice. Um, on the same kind of lines, I read, you know, the story that you guys were handpicked by Mick Jagger to open for them in a few gigs yeah. a few years back. And I tried to find what was the background behind it, but I couldn't, I couldn't find it. <laughs> How did that all come about? I mean, that's got to be a story. Yeah, there is a story. Uh, the, well, okay, so the, the short version is a friend of mine. Okay. Um, kind of works I've known her I've, we've known each other for years before she worked in music yeah but then she ended up working in music and when her younger sister finished school okay she got her an internship at a kind of promoter okay co- company concert promoter for you know just for like two months and uh, her name's Morgan. The, her, my, Shout my, out to Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> and my friend's name's Lauren. So Lauren got Morgan this internship, and she was like three days into the internship. She was taking some coffees into a meeting, and she heard them talking about the fact that the Stones were looking for a young British rock and roll band okay. to open for them. And to her credit, she said, well, I, I know one. And then that's basically how we got the gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, so then my friend Lauren called me and she said, send me some YouTube links to some stuff that you want the Stones to hear. Yeah. So, so I did, but what? obviously, I'm not sure if I even told everyone in the band. Okay, just you because, didn't. Just you in didn't. case it didn't. Well, just because, yeah. just because I thought, well, this definitely isn't going to, do right. you know what I mean? This is just another one of those things okay. where... Um, you know, you someone calls you and you send some stuff and you never hear anything again. We didn't hear anything for months, and then um, like three weeks before the first show, first Stones show, Lauren called me and said, um, "You got the Stones slot," <laughs> and I was like, mm, "I don't think so." <laughs> it's well, you know, we haven't heard anything. She's like, "Well, you have, but okay." I called our manager at the time, and said Lauren Lauren just told me we had this slot and he's like nah sorry but you definitely haven't we haven't heard anything and about I was like okay cool put the phone down about six minutes later he called me back and said you've got the you've got the stone slot you've got the stone slot and it was basically all because of my friend's sister and then and then what was hilarious was doing all the shows in Europe 
and seeing all the people that work at various promoters and everything kind of trying to take the credit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. oh, we've been working so hard on this and, it, yeah. and, and all this stuff. And um, all and they didn't know they didn't know how we got yeah. it. So and all along I knew that it was just wow. my friend's seventeen year old sister. You guys must have been ecstatic with that phone call like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we it was it was it was the the best thing. The best thing yeah. that happened to us, yeah. Yeah. That's a night you guys I'm sure you'll never never forget. Yeah, totally. Does Lauren know anyone at Rolling Stone magazine? Because that's that's my dream job. That's uh, <laughs> well, maybe well, you need to get um, Morgan an internship. That's it. Once she's shit. in, she can. I know sort anything. <laughs> there you go. Um, one of the things I was reading a lot about people's comments on on right now is that they would love to see you guys touring with. Uh, bands like the Rival Sons and Greta Van Fleet. Oh yeah, I mean, I would yeah, love. Like, I've always yeah. wanted to tour with Rival Sons, and and, and I love Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. I absolutely love them. And well, I guess my, my my question out of this was: Do you think that right now there's like kind of a hunger for that old school bluesy rock? There could be if it was promoted more. Right. You know, I mean, I I I saw Greta Van Fleet when we were in Germany and her, her rep there Frankie goes hey Phil you want to know what's happening now yeah and I said what and he goes and he shows me this video of Greta Van Fleet and I thought they're fucking 17 years old and they're playing old school rock music they've, they've, they've they don't listen to pop music they've been raised on this same music that we love and yeah this is cool mm-hmm. um, and uh I mean, and then I was speaking to somebody who was working for their promotion company, and he was all in the UK. Yeah. And he was all like, mm, I don't know what, we don't know what to do with them. We don't know what to do with them. And I think it's, well, just fucking get them out there. Yeah. You know, and sort of promote the hell out of it and make it happen. And I think that in the UK, we always have a different view of things that can be happening massive in, right. in the States and Canada. And we don't really get, we don't really hear it, we don't really know. But um, so, I mean, I just, I, any, I've just kept up with them. It was a yeah. great band, Fleet and Rivals as well. I think are an awesome rock and roll band. Yeah, they just are, and and we 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 we're, we're we're good friends with them, to be honest. Mm. You know, so we, and I think we're always kind of trying to get together. Um, but no, it's it's it, it's it's never been it's never been. Right, out. but it's it's definitely a thing that we'd love to do for sure. For yeah. sure, I mean, it'd be pretty yeah. awesome. Um, but I, I guess you think then if if marketed the right way, there could be a new like resurgence I just, of, of I that think, type of yeah, music. I, I think that kind of like something is going to give at some point because what's going on at the moment is there is a hunger mm-hmm. from people for this music, right. And there's bands out there that are playing it and want to play it. And kids. And there's, there's yeah. the, the thing in the middle to pull them together right. is what's missing. And the problem is, it's kind of like, the frame, everyone, everyone is still kind of trying to do it through the framework of the music business as, right. it, as it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't, I don't think that's going to work, personally. Mm-hmm. So I think it just needs someone... And also the other thing is, all these bands are now in the framework mm-hmm. of of the of that as well. So it's once you're in it, it's quite hard to get out of it. Right. But at some point, someone needs to kind of go around the music business mm-hmm. and just get 
do their thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because yeah. We, we just need... We need a burst of uh, rock and roll energy. We need rock and roll uh, video videos and rock and roll stories and rock and roll lyrics. We need we need heart and soul. We need a we need a Nirvana. We need we need some punk. We we I've had enough of fucking fliffing the money and you know. Some guy, uh, I've never seen him for the fucking first... I've never seen him, and he's, like, got a fur coat on and fucking checks and all this, and it's fucking bullshit. And it all the whole, you know, celebrity have a camera on me constantly. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, you know, and we need the fucking Beastie Boys to right. come along and just give it fucking some of that and yeah. just... You know, and 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 be funny and be uh, exciting and and be sexy and be human. Mm-hmm. You know, and and dirty. Well, I, it's it's funny you say that because I always hear it from you know friends that I talk to who in this oversaturated market of you know the Drakes and the Post Malones and stuff. Yeah. And it's always what you're hearing out at night and what that you know they'll say well rock and roll is is dead now and it's like it's not you know like especially in a place like toronto mm. i tell you more than anywhere any other genre i can go out every night of the week and see it a yeah. badass rock well, and roll do you know what i notice you know? as well is in canada and the states yeah. much more you'll walk into a bar and they'll be playing zeppelin mm-hmm. or jackson brown or jackson brown yeah or Ryan Adams, yeah, or just, Queen, all just, exactly, and that, and and in clothes shops and coffee shops, and you know everywhere you go, mm-hmm. this the music's being played mm-hmm. and listened to by everybody. It's not it's not really like that in Europe and the UK. Okay. So I think when we come over, one of the things that we feel is like there's more sort of inherent love for the music that we make. Mm-hmm. People just know it better, mm-hmm. especially kind of. Um, Younger people, yeah, are more in touch with it, and you could. It's it's clearly obvious that they're listening to it more, yeah, because we hear it hmm. as we go from one place to another, which you don't so much in Europe. But it also proves that that's what people want to listen to, right? But it, and it's just they just don't know about the new bands that mm-hmm. are, that are doing it. Well, the, the the feeling I've been getting with you know because I I've just been hearing Greta Van Fleet nonstop the last couple months is that it, it's really that type of genre trying to get at. it's almost like this bubble that's ready yeah. to pop and people are just yeah. on it but it's almost like they're not eager enough to ask for it but yeah. it's there you, well, you kind of need another one to get signed of course right? you know, it's like the Beatles Here's the other the kind of us, you know like, what I mean yeah. they need it yeah. Yeah, yeah of course for sure well I hope that you guys are that um, okay, let me. We've kind of jumped all over where my my notes were. Uh, oh yeah, actually, one thing I did want to ask you guys about was uh, a few years back you had a number one hit here on rock radio, which oh, yeah. was Oh Oh Lorraine. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah. So my first Remember question, that actually, one? <laughs> yeah, the first question about actually Oh Lorraine is just kind of curiosity: Is Lorraine an idea or is she a true story? Nah, it is. It was. It was really just. Uh, it was really it was a song that originally was written to to be like a little feet song like O O Atlanta. Right, okay. Right. Um and O Lorraine was was just the the thing that I just started singing and uh, okay. into my dictaphone and, and it kind of and, and and it was written you know like a, like a, like a sort of cu- with a country melody yeah. and and have some harmonies and stuff. Um 
Uh, it does. It's 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 not about anybody okay. really. It's 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 just about. Um, it, it it just became the lyric. Then became about whatever we were doing. Touring right. Or whatever. So it's more, it is more of an idea. Yeah, it's just yeah. an idea. Um, well, when I was listening to it again today, I got caught by a few of the YouTube comments. Yeah. That I thought I'd read to you today, but some <laughs> of the, the first one is. This is one of those tunes that immediately has you doing 110 kilometers in an 80 zone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, Nazareth and Aaron. And also, by the yeah. sounds of it, they were also typing on their phone. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, going 180. Yeah, the next one was Nazareth and Aerosmith. Aerosmith meets Led Zeppelin. That's good. It does sound yeah. like Aerosmith has got a... Yeah, it's actually the, a band that I never heard associated with you guys until that yeah. one. I was like, yeah, I hear yeah. it a little bit, yeah. Uh, and the last one was, I guess one of the lines, maybe with your accent, was, why do you do me like a donkey? Like, ah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I get, I get, yeah, I get a lot, I try very hard to freeze it so that, you know, everybody will hear it, but you, sometimes you get... It's funny, do you find that your accent comes out in your music? My accent is, doesn't, I don't use my accent Because when you all. sing, when you sing... It, I'm not interested don't... in sounding like I yeah. sound on stage. I want to perform. Yeah. And I did for years go through various stages and try to be very authentic right. and everything. Fuck off. I, I, it's, it's not about who I am, it's, it's about... It's about acting. Right. I, 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 for on these shows, I go up and I, I want to be Tina Turner. I don't care. Yeah, right. I come from Glasgow, and um, and and that's just it's a character that I like to play. Yeah, you know. All right, so uh, I've got one last question, and I guess sorry, it is more directed for the Glaswegian, and that's the, the question that I've asked every Glaswegian on this show. Oh yeah, it's the age-old Glaswegian Ra- question. Rangers, Rangers, Rangers and Celtic. Rangers and Celtic. I would say Rangers and Celtic. Rangers and Celtic. <laughs> Rangers and Celtic. Yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because uh, I. It's my. I mean, over here, it's not so much a thing, but I ask because I my, my parents are are from Belfast, so. Yeah, well, and then for the from Belfast, then you ask them, are they Protestant, are they Catholic? Yeah, same, it's same in, yeah. it's same in, uh, in Glasgow. I was brought up Protestant. I'm, you know, I, I went to I went to the Rangers football ground for. For my birthday and let yeah. it into the, you know, I, I, I supported, I supported them, but I, I, I didn't get football like my brothers yeah. did. Yeah, oh, your brothers, you were, know, yeah. And but when I was younger, Rangers were happening. Yeah, that was my dad's, my dad's scene too. He took me to Ibrox and yeah, I, it's a cool experience yeah. for sure. I'm a big, I'm a big football fan myself. I didn't necessarily understand yeah. all the politics behind it, but <laughs> yeah, then, but yeah, um, yeah, and that's the, well. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, man. Is there anything, um, anything else you want to leave the listeners with, or uh, we should know about coming up? Or um, well, we're playing, uh, we're playing Montreal, and we're playing in Quebec mm-hmm. with Deep Purple uh, while we're here, um, and uh, it's just great to be back. It's so good to be back and playing out here. And mm. check out the new album. Check out nice. Deeper Cut and, you know, hope you like it. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, man. Right, absolutely. Thank Cheers. You. Thanks, man. Have a great gig. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. The Adamantium.